Sorry to all my fans. I'm on a golf page, and a lot of these dudes are old weirdos. Real weird. I think I know the man, and, and I've and I love him. We love him. It's not about me. It's all about we. Hey, Blimp Boy, you talked about my mother the wrong way, man. Where's the first tee? What's the course record? I'm ready. VIP. This is episode 34. My name is Woody. And tonight I'm joined with Proke from the basement. Are you in your mother's basement? Pretty close. Pretty close. Gotcha. I'm coming from a uh, I'm I'm recording this from a the the master bedroom of a 2.7 million dollar condo. Sick. On the St. John's River. Solid. I had no idea. I had no idea you were in your mother's basement, bro. I, I learned this over the weekend, bro. Well, that's that's good though. What the hell, you know? How was your weekend, dude? Super. Golf. What an exciting Very weekend. Very windy. I actually got out and played a little golf this weekend too, man. Um, played the round of my life, dude. Um, I missed the first two holes. I showed up late. To the tea time, uh, got there on uh, hole number three, but I uh, I had an eagle, five birdies, three bogeys, so it was part seventy one. I don't know. I was like three or four under. It was the round of my life. Now this sounds how, how am- many are hold on, I, hold on. <laughs> Let me enjoy this for a second. Round of my life. I mean, I didn't get a chance to play the other the first two holes because it got dark. But I mean, let's just assume those were probably those were birdies. Naturally. So we're talking mid sixties round, you know. I was there's five par fives on this golf course. Wait, no, that was Landman. No, it's four four par fives and four par threes. No, hold on, I'm sorry. Four, yeah. Four par threes, hell, I don't know. It's Fleming Island Golf Club, Fleming Island, Florida, outside Jacksonville. Par 71. Anyway, I was, I think there's four, four par fives. I was five under par on the par fives. One of the par fours, which I have the video on my Instagram, it rivals any good, good video, except for the quality. And the fact that it went in. It didn't go in. Yeah, it didn't go in. But it was a uh, 275-yard three-wood. Knocked it to about five feet on a par four, hole number 12. Missed the putt. Pulled a Mickelson. Um, but it was a tap-in birdie. Easy birdie. Now, you might think to yourself, wow, Mike, you should, you should be on the PGA Tour. Well, here's the deal. It was from 5,900 yards. We played up a couple of tees. We played from the... Uh, from what, I guess what, what we call those, the bird mantis. So anyway. Yeah, commonly referred to as that. 5,900 yards. I think I'm rounding that up. I think it was like 5860 or some shit. I don't know. But anyway, round of my life. It was fun. Uh, I think the course rating from the white tees, which is what we what I played, what me and my buddies played, um, 
was 67.8. So I was right at scratch, maybe a little less than scratch if I part out, which is a good round of golf, solid round of golf. But um, but it was fun. So this whole idea of maybe moving up tees, there might be something to that. You know what I mean? Imagine that. But I'll be honest with you. I'm going to move back the next time I play to the normal distance. I'm going to shoot a 79 if I'm lucky. I'm going to be pissed, bro. <laughs> That's the problem with moving up. But um, but anyway, so how was your golf? Windy. Saturday was it was blowing 30. It was cold. It was how late. cold is it up in Ohio right now? Right now we could get some snow tonight. Oh, really? Yeah. You you're below freezing? Uh haven't been yet, but it could get there tonight. But it's going to be well, se- seventy on Sunday, so. Oh, get as much golf in as you can right now. Then I guess it's play from dawn till dusk. Pretty much. Awesome. Well, uh, for the show today, we're going to talk about a few things. This is going to be a hundred percent dedicated to the game of golf today. <laughs> um, I'd like to talk about the overall state of women's professional golf what that looks like, where that's going to be going in the next couple of years. I'd like to talk about whether or not golf is a mental sport. That just sounds stupid even questioning that to my, in, me, in my opinion. But there are at least, there's at least one person out there that thinks golf is not necessarily a mental game. Seems to be two. There, there's probably a couple. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about Ricky Fowler in the, I mean, the Zozo championship. And we'll start off with Liv Jetta. So I understand that everybody got out of Saudi without any bone saw. I haven't I heard know. any reports of bone saw. Kevin now withdrew and I haven't oh, right. seen anything from him. So I think I think he either, people were saying on Twitter that he had the flu and then they sh- they showed him like going around shaking everybody's hand. <laughs> <laughs> he, like he withdrew cuz he's got the flu and he's like, "Ah, oh, good game, good game, good game, you know." So you guys. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And then I heard some other people saying that it was just like a stomach bug and he just didn't have energy and he just felt like shit, so he was like, "Fuck it." So you have to wait till uh Miami to see if he got the bone saw or not. Yeah. See if he turns up. So round one, it was the Kepka show. And I don't necessarily mean Brooks. Chase was up there with him. Chase was chasing him. I think they were one and two for the majority of the round. I mean, Chase fell off. I don't where did he finish? He He shot sixty eight the first round. So he was uh oh. in the middle of the field. Well, well well no, well when I saw him when I saw the coverage, which wasn't long. But when I saw it, they were like, maybe it was just like the first few holes. I don't know. That's that's more likely. I feel like it was, he must have came back. I think they were both, I, I, I'm actually surprised that he shot 68 in the round one. I thought he had at least a mid-60s round going. He must Peter have collapsed. Uline did. Uline showed up. What is he like the 520th ranked player in the world? Which really doesn't matter. The rank we're not going to talk about the rankings right now, but He's it doesn't fucking matter. Career corn fairy player. 
Um, but Brooks showed up 62, 67, 69. 12 under par. Uline, 65, 63, 70, 12 under par. They went to a three-hole playoff, and Brooks came out victorious. So the 2017-2018 U.S. Open, Brooks brought home, and I'm assuming this is each Open, not just, not total. Um, I would assume so. $2.16 million as a payout. The PGA Championship, 1.98. My cat is annihilating some bag behind me. Can you hear it? Yeah. She's fucking gone psycho. I don't know. I think it's because I'm talking about Liv. She must be a PGA Tour cat, dude. Could be. Anyway. Hey, Ninja. Ninja. We're podcasting, bro. Got to chill out. Good girl. All right. PGA Championship, $1.98 million. Live Golf Jetta, $4.75 million. Biggest payout of his career. And it's twice as big as his two largest payouts previous to this. Okay. I mean, it's just it's just good to be living. You know what I mean? It's just good to be in Jeddah in Saudi Arabia. You know what I mean? I'm gonna guess he um, wouldn't wouldn't trade those. I mean, he's got four majors. He's a Hall of Famer. Would you put Brooks in the Hall of Fame? Uh, probably. Yeah, I was always a big. To. I like Brooks. But here's the deal. It's the PGA Tour Hall of Fame. It's not the Golf Hall of Fame, right? I think it's run by the PGA of America. Is it? Yeah. That might be something to look into. We didn't We didn't research that. Because I think it's moving to uh, Texas to their yeah, new... Yeah, it's, it's, it's leaving St. Augustine. Yeah, it's going to the PGA of America's headquarters down there. So what's next for Liv? Is it just the the in Miami, the team championship? Is that what we got? I think so. They don't have the best website, I gotta be honest with you. I mean it's easy to find it shit. It's pretty terrible. But it's it's like Wix. It's like a really good Wix website. But yeah, Miami season ending team championship will be hosted at the iconic blue monster Trump National. Do you like Doral? Are you because you're you're the golf golf architect nerd. Are you a Doral fan? Uh, nothing special about it. Too much water. See, bro, that's just Florida, bro. You're from Ohio. You're you're. If you see water, you freak out. What's wrong with water, dude? It's a challenge. It's mm, not. So here's here's one thing I'll say. There should not be out of bounds on a golf course. Within reason, I mean. I'm talking about property lines on every fucking golf hole, like 10 yards off of the rough. You know what I mean? Like, that's ridiculous. Like, come on, dude. I don't want to hit your house any more than you want me to hit your house. Right. But water? Like, there's there's a difference between having a, a water hazard on a golf course and having 
a water hazard on every hole of a golf course. It's ridiculous. Hold that thought. I gotta let my cat out. Hold on. God damn it! What are you doing? <laughs> what do you got to say? What do you got to say? Now you got nothing to say, bro. What do you got to say? Exactly. Exactly. All right, I'm back. Um, just found that cat the other day um, <laughs> on the side of the road. Yeah. Thinking about starting a uh, GoFundMe for absolutely no reason whatsoever, just to kind of, it's like the uh, the OnlyFans for a cat or something. You know? Gotta fund your cat. Uh, but anyway, yeah, um, sorry. Water. It sucks to hit in water, bro. It's a hazard. Yes. Do you need hazard but on every it's a, hole? It's a golf course. There should be challenges on it. It shouldn't be 90-yard fairways. Yes, but every bad shot should not have no chance of recovery. A good golf course, you hit a bad shot and you're penalized, but you're penalized to where you can recover and save par or hit a really good shot with water in every hole or out of bounds in every hole, it's just the OB. I hate another one. The OB stupid. Like most Florida courses are country clubs, like with, with in a subdivision, a housing development. That's what That's the, why you see like the U S open golf course. They never go to golf courses with hazards or there's hazards. Occasionally there's not out of bounds everywhere. You can get penalized and killed for a bad shot or being in the wrong spot. Oh, don't! But you don't still say that. have an you, opportunity. It's not about angles. We're not. You still have an opportunity to to recover if you play a great shot from it. Well, that's what makes sawgrass. When so- there's when there's a water hazard or out of bounds, you have no opportunity to recover. I think the only out of bounds on sawgrass is what they recently put in to keep Bryson from hitting the 18th tee to nine fairway across the water. Right. But there's, there's no true out of bounds. Like there's no houses. Well, I guess the clubhouse is out of bounds, but the clubhouse isn't in play. Sawgrass is also nothing like it was designed anymore. If you look back when it was designed, it was, uh, it looked more like, Pinehurst than it does no, sawgrass. It wasn't like that. Uh, it, sawgrass, sawgrass. It wasn't Pinehurst. W- I think they changed sawgrass the green complexes a little Augusta. bit. Augusta. Everything's green. It was. It used to be fairway than sand. Now I it's. I don't see Augusta when I'm I out there, be man. Augusta National. I, I I don't know if they want to be one specific type of course. I think that they want to put together. They want green. The lush grass. The, the well. I think all the courses, the the big tournaments, they want to have look good on TV. Nothing's going to look like Augusta. Augusta's fake. They paint the grass, dude. Like, they put in fake bird noises. Like, come on, dude. You're putting in fucking a soundtrack of birds. There's no birds on the property. Like, they literally have zero birds on the property. But anyway, I think Sawgrass, they want it to play really tough. And... They want it to be the the best tournament the PGA Tour has. 
whatever that means. I mean, they built that ridiculous clubhouse. It's like a castle. I mean, they did that on mm-hmm. purpose because it looks good on TV. It's the only reason why they did it. They don't really even use the, the like driveway. they don't use eighty percent of it. Like they don't use the pro shop. I mean, the pro shop's a decent size, but it's. I mean, they have a restaurant in there. It's it's decent, but it's nothing great. It's just a bunch of wasted space. It's for the outdoor aesthetic. Um, but anyway, Jetta, four point seven million dollars to uh, to Brooksy. Now they're going to be going to Doral for the team championship. I still don't know if we know what that looks like yet. Because aren't they supposed to be doing some something a little different I with think it? They- yeah, they had it. Uh, I knew this like a week ago. They had a a, cert, a specific format. I think that they changed it to to placate the TV time they were going to buy. Because I think they're going to they bought some time to air it on Fox, and Fox wanted stroke play and not match play. It was supposed to be match play on Sunday. And they switched it to stroke for the final round. By the way, not a sponsor, but isn't lemonade like the best drink other than like water? You like lemonade? It's mostly water. Yeah. Oh, I think all drinks are mostly water. I mean, they're liquid. Anyway. All right. Um, also this weekend... The Zozo Championship. Do we know what Zozo is? A sponsor? <laughs> it's but a company. Do we know what they do? I think it's... No, I don't think we care. Well, I mean, they spent a bunch of money to be the sponsor, didn't they? They did. They didn't spend a bunch of money with me. Oh. So, <laughs> I don't care what they do. Well, all righty then. <laughs> so... This weekend, you had the NFL Week 6. You had some big-time college football games. By the way, did. State of Tennessee is really happy. Tide, Tide got rolled and then made a bunch of excuses. Ooh, talk, yeah, the referee. And- Come on, dude. Bama, you yeah. can't talk shit right now, dude. You just can't do it. You think... They should have... A good two to three losses right now. Did did Nick Saban kick his dog when he got home? Uh no. But the play I'm sure the players uh practice on Monday. Not not a lot of fun. I, I imagine the locker room after that was uh was not good. Listen, I saw someone tweet that the uh University of Tennessee has got a GoFundMe right now for a new goalpost. I, they threw him in the river. <laughs> is that what they did with it? They threw him in the river. Yeah. So hold on. There's a there's a fucking goalpost in the river, right? What river? Is it the Mississippi? What what river runs through there? Uh, I think it's, they said it was Tennessee River. Uh, I guess it's in Tennessee. Not a, you're not a you're not a you're not a river guy. No. You got any rivers up there near you? The Ohio River. Is it is it like really like would you swim in it? Uh. I don't 
I don't know if people, sw- yeah, people swim in it. It's down on the border of Kentucky. So Jason Sobel, ESPN X Golf Channel guy, he's on a Sirius XM PGA Tour right now. We were chatting. He made a tweet saying that, uh, and I don't have the exact tweet in front of me. I'm paraphrasing here. He made a tweet saying something along the lines of like, golf needs this. Is this going to be, is this like one of the, is this the, one of the most exciting events of, I guess the fall series or uh, lately or recently, I forgot how he worded it because Ricky Fowler's in contention. Like, is there, is this the most exciting weekend for golf? Well, relatively recently. And I basically said, no, like Ricky Fowler is not a draw at the Zoe Zoe championship. Love Ricky. Think he's a great guy, but he's not like Justin Bieber young anymore. He's like a middle-aged dude now. <laughs> like he's not like cute and fiery and not like cute. Like, Oh, that's a, that's a cute guy. But I mean, like, you know, his outfits match and stuff. And it's like, you know, marketable. Like he's a normal dude now. He's still going with the orange thing. But he's like middle-aged. Uh, I don't think he's, he's quite like middle-aged. He's like us. I think, mm, I think he's still in Is he 30 yet? Yeah, he's 30. He's probably like 35, dude. Anyway, I told Jason, I was like... He's 33. 33. I told He's too old for that shit, bro. He's not cute anymore. He's a dad. He's a, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's he's old now, dude. Like the 13 year olds don't care about him anymore, dude. Old man Rick. But I, I basically told him I was like, dude, like I support golf in general. More of a live guy, but I do support golf in general. It's cool to see Ricky out there. But people do not give a shit about Ricky Fowler in the Zozo Championship in contention. They just don't. Mm. They, dude, the, you got college football going on on Saturday, dude. People don't well, give a shit about not, Ricky Fowler and fucking... Isn't go, the Zozo wasn't happening when college football was on. This is the same weekend. There's nobody... I mean, no one's focus is on the Zozo championship. It has nothing... This yeah. isn't a PGA Tour versus Live. This is like football no versus golf. golf. That's what I'm saying. Like football versus golf. But the golf wasn't overlapping football it was, it was in the middle of the night 11 11 p.m yeah. right okay golf. i'm sure that nobody watched i watched uh i probably saw the front nine of sunday because ricky was leading but other than that did you put on your orange did. did you put on an orange puma hat and sit in your recliner and start cheering for him no yeah dude no one cares i, I was never a ricky fan but uh, I liked rooting against him. Okay. And it's not as fun to root against him when he stinks. I just, I don't, I really don't think anybody cares about Ricky Fowler, the Zozo. Ricky Fowler in contention at the U.S. Open. Cool. Ricky Nobody Fowler cared about golf in contention at week, the yeah. Masters. Cool. None of the Zozo. Too much shit going on this week. We're, we're talking week six in the NFL on Sunday. Nobody cares about Ricky. And it's nothing personal against him. It's just that he's not. What, what was he? One fifty in the world going into that event? No idea. Couldn't have been great. 
nonetheless, he, he was in contention, had a chance to win. And I think that's what Jason was talking about. Like, you know, this guy's <laughs> has a chance to win on Sunday. This is like one of the biggest stories in golf and relatively recently. You it know, would be good for it. He's a big, big name in golf. Did he choke on Sunday? Yeah, he did what Ricky always does. He pulled a Fowler. He pulled, a, yeah, he pulled a Ricky. He shot even par when the next closest guy that shot even par was twelfth. Keegan Bradley, journeyman, was a stud about ten years ago. Had a, some really, he played some really good golf about ten years ago. Then he's just been kind of floating. Yeah, he got killed by the uh, anchor ban. But he he took advantage of Ricky's choke of Ricky Fowlering the golf course on Sunday. I mean, Ricky shot even. It's not like he shot five over and lost it. But when you got, yeah, but here's the top five guys: you got Keegan Bradley, Ricky Fowler, Andrew Putnam, Emilio Grillo, Grillo. How do you say his name? Grillo. 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 The Gala, Hovland, and Buckley. Whoever that is. Shafafali. Buckley shot one under. The Gala shot three under. Grillo. How do you say his name? Grillo. Grillo. So there's no, the, the L's are silent? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. That's how, that's how they say it on, okay. on the TV. Okay. Uh, Grillo. I'm not. <laughs> I feel like that's so wrong. I feel like so wrong, dude. The Grillo. Is that what that flag is, Argentina? I don't know. It's a pretty flag, though, whatever it is. I like that flag. I'd fly that flag. He shot six under to get to four all by himself. Andrew Putnam shot two under, and Bradley shot two under to win it by one. Fowler shot even. As a matter of fact, the next closest guy to shoot even finished T12. I just said that. You, You just said more? I just said that the next closest guy oh. shot. I didn't hear you say that. I was too worried about Grillo. Grillo. Are you sure it's Grillo? I mean, it's not like I could uh, argue with you about up, it because I can't. I mean, what am I going to look up the Google pronunciation of it? Their profile usually has how they pronounce their name. Anyway, not meaning to butcher this guy's name at all. But yeah, so Ricky shooting even par on Sunday, leading it's the tournament. Ricky, Ricky never. What was he leading by? Do you know what he was leading by going into the final round? One. All right. Well, we're not going to ride you on can Ricky. Do the, you can do the math on that one, bud. But yeah, he's like, well, he won so he was the only tournament. The only tournament Ricky's ever went and got is is the players where he shot where he took apart the back nine and that's when he, he wasn't in contention going to like 14 T and then he shot zero coming in. His last win I believe was uh the waste management where he shot like four over on the final round. He just had a huge lead. And the weather was crap. So nobody nobody could go get him, but he does not go and Ricky is not a uh, final round killer per se. You got a nice check. 
It's going to help him in the world rankings, points, whatever that's worth. Is this the last tournament of the year? They've got like 10 more tournaments. No, they they got a... uh, They got a, a... Good field next week. They're probably, I mean, he's probably... Really good field next week. He's probably going to play in every event for the rest of the year, I imagine. I don't think he's... He's got to be... I mean, he finished T2 in this one. He has to be into the next tournament. That's probably correct. It's an invitational, though. It's a uh, limited field, I believe. Is there a cut? Don't hold me to it. There is no cut. Oh, shit! There was no cut in Japan either. Oh my god! Back to back, no cut events. Yeah, it's lame. Oh my god! What is happening to the PGA Tour? What is happening? Well, this one's only in the. These two are no cuts because of the travel. One's a. One was supposed. This this week's is supposed to be in. Korea for some reason it keeps moving over here. It's in South Carolina. But uh we got Rory, Rom, JT, Hovland, Scheffler, Homa, Spieth. I just don't want to hear anything about no cut events anymore for a while. Like let's take a break on that for a couple months now. It's back to back events, bro. You you have to see how that doesn't look good for the argument anymore, right? Like if you're gonna argue, I told you they're terrible. But I'm, I'm saying though, I'm not. I'm not even trying to get into it. But I'm just saying if we're if we're gonna bitch about live and the no cut shit, right? Like this is not a good time to even bring that up. You would agree to that, right? Back to back. You could talk about yeah. it next month if you want to. You could talk about it last month, but right now is not the time to bring up the no cut events. I'm just saying. All right, moving on. I, I've told you a million times that I don't like no-cut events on any tour. I, full disclosure, I don't mind the, the no-cut. I think the cut's just a qualifier. I think the guy should, if you get into the event, you should be paid handsomely. I, did Have they started paying guys that don't make cuts yet? I know the PGA Tour is talking about doing that. You should at least be doing no that. You should at least be doing that, right? We talked about that. I have no you idea. shouldn't have to qualify twice for a PGA Tour event if you have your PGA Tour card. Moving on. Had a little bit of controversy this past weekend. There's this uh, professional women's golfer. Her name is Hannah Gregg. Are you familiar? Yeah, I've heard of her. <laughs> Are you? Would you say you're a fan? I wouldn't say fan. Okay. I say, I would say that. You're familiar. Familiar with her, yeah. And I've, uh, she's done well. And she's improved a lot in her golf. All right. That's over a, the years. That sounds like fun. I, have you ever told her that before? Yeah, I, I did. <laughs> <laughs> in fact. Oh, shit. All right. Listen. Um, all right. So we, uh, we had some fun this weekend. Well, actually, I had you some had fun. fun. I had a lot of fun. Broke, broke, uh, broke had nothing to do with it, and he didn't have a lot of fun. 
Um, I got I finished golfing and saw my phone and I was like, what in the so, so, what happened? So here's the deal. Um myself under the uh podcast account, because I, I, I tweet under the podcast account, by the way, at Clubhouse VIP Pod, Clubhouse VIP POD on Twitter. Uh, and it, honestly, we don't even tweet that much on Twitter. We don't. It's we I post the links to the podcast on there. Um, every once in a while, I'll just say something about Proke losing his stupid fucking bets in football or something. Talk about the Jaguars. Like it's it, we we have like a super small Twitter account. Go, going in, <laughs> going into Thursday, we had twenty followers. Twenty. We have twenty six now, so it's grown. I'm on Twitter hanging out, chilling. Minding my own business. Then I come across a tweet. And it says, I will never understand when people toss around golf is 90% mental. Like it's a fact. If that were the case, someone with a hockey swing using a shovel to putt and a perfect attitude should shoot 72, right? Now, normally, if you just see like some guy post this and I say guy some some person post this you would think nothing of it and just keep skipping or skipping along a professional woman's golfer posted this her name is Hannah Craig you may or may not be familiar with her from club pro guys top five uh, hot Instagram babes golf babes she was number five she plays in the developmental tours going through Q school right now. Nonetheless, I disagreed with her uh, tweet and it, it may or may not have started a shit show on Twitter. Proke may or may not have been innocently dragged in (laughs) to the shit show because he may or may not have sent her DMS before on Instagram over the past three years, not like thirsty DMs, right? Let's be very clear. No, you're you're, you're no. like, you know, hey, replying to a no, story, no, like, I, hey, this looks cool, right? Yeah, you're doing great. Like I, for, she works. Uh, uh, she works in Arizona. She worked out with a guy. A guy follow a trainer, and I saw her doing a uh, speed training a while back. And I, it was a, they had changed super speeds, one of their protocols. And I asked what they were, why, what was the reasoning behind it? Right. And, and we talked about that for a minute. That sounds really fun, uninteresting and boring. I I, I honestly yeah. don't care. And I asked how, the last thing I did was ask how, uh, I was like, well, your scores have gone down. Cause they've been high. Quite a bit. They've been high. Cause they were. When she first started, they were really high. Right. And they've gotten significantly better. So, so I said, I, hey, good job. I don't want to get – so that that's a whole other episode, which we're still working out, right? This isn't the Hannah Greg. Is it Hannah or Hannah? Ha- Hannah? She's probably <laughs> going to be pissed that I don't Hannah. even know how to pronounce her name, right? What do you call one of those names where it's spelled the same forwards and backwards? She has one of those names. I have no idea. There's a name for that. But nonetheless, 
I'm not the biggest fan of her. I've been critical of her for many other reasons that we're not going to get into right now. We will push that aside to another day. That's not what this podcast is about. We're not going to comment on the 7,000 tweets <laughs> that I may or may not have made um, in response to oh, this shit show. Um, but let's just say that I disagreed with her take and I turned, then all of a sudden I became a misogynistic pig and I'm not sure how, but that's just the way it works sometimes, I guess on Twitter, right? I'm learning this cause we're new on Twitter. I, I mean, someone, rep- someone tweets at me. I feel like I should tweet back at him cause that's just the nice thing to do. I can see why Joe Rogan <laughs> says to post in ghost. I get it. I understand how Twitter works now. But nonetheless, that's for another day. I thought that it would be a good conversation for the podcast. Since you and I both play golf, we've both played competitive golf, not on the professional level. No, far from it. But she's suggesting by that tweet, and I don't want to put words in her mouth, but she obviously does not think golf is the majority mental game, right? The common the common saying is that the golf is 90% mental, and she's obviously very critical of that percentage. She does not believe it's that high. I don't know if she thinks it's 50-50, but she's under the assumption that if it's 90% mental and someone has a good attitude, but they have a hockey swing and they putt with a shovel, they should shoot 72 and I feel like she's completely missing the point. And my tweet was critical of her previous scores. Like maybe this is why the scores aren't as good as they should be or as she wants them to be, right? I think she's got a great swing. I do not think the reason why her scores might be higher than they she might want them to be is because of her golf swing. I think we might have stumbled across the reason, though. Because she maybe, I don't know if she approaches the game with the respect it deserves from the mental side, right? So I wanted Most to talk about So I wanted to talk about that, get your opinion about it. So, where are you? If, if someone says to you golf is 90% mental, what is your response? I would, I would have to, I would agree. I would think that, uh, When playing golf, it's 90% mental. Regardless of your skill level, when you're playing, it's mental. You're going to have the same swing, the same abilities, regardless. Your your score is going to be dictated how you manage Give me yourself you. on the golf course. All right, you so- can shoot 100. A guy that averages 100 – it's still mental for him. He's still going to have the same crappy swing and low skill level for his whole round. But he could think as what, like a the higher handicaps, especially somebody that a scratch golfer could take a a guy that averages a hundred and just by thinking their way around the course. Knock 10 shots. Well, well that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I wanted to get at. So she made the point of saying like positive attitude. So let's just make a, I'm, I'm just going to say some words to you and you say yes or no, whether you would consider that part of the mental part of golf attitude. 
Yeah. Routine. Yeah. Preparation. Yes. Course management. Yep. There's more to mental golf than just being happy on the golf course. As a matter of fact, I would say that's probably like I would tell someone you're better off not having any emotion on the golf course. It's not about a positive attitude. It's about trying to stay level, slow your heart rate down. That's why the, the men's professional game is filled with a bunch of statues with no personalities. They're they're just trying to be deadpan. Stoic. Yeah, that's why everybody like there's so many Patrick Cantleys out there. Very few John Roms. So here's a here's another couple of examples I'll give you. Now I will say this ninety percent mental is an arbitrary number. Right. It could right. be eighty seven point six percent. It could be 93%. Whatever. It's 9 out of 10, 90%. It depends how you're... Let's not get focused on the number 90 because we're not going to argue semantics. And that's what I was doing on Twitter. I was arguing semantics with a couple of boneheads. It depends how your round's going, too. The the days that you have it, when everything's working, it's less metal. You don't think about anything. Here's the example I gave. D1 college guys, top five guys on any D1 college program, they go out there and play either one of us in stroke play. We get smoked. Or are you thinking that you could go out there and and whip some ass? No, they're going to kill me. Right. Now, are they... Are they going... Are they all going to be playing on the PGA Tour? Are they all going to be playing golf for a living? No. How many how many D one college programs do you think there are? Like for golf, a hundred, a whole bunch, probably a few hundred, two three. And if there's five guys, I mean, there's more than five guys on the team, right? But the top five guys, let's just say the top three. Let's say there's a hundred D one golf programs, just a round number. And there's probably, like you said, a couple hundred. Top three guys. That's three hundred guys that are going to absolutely murder most amateur golfers. Like like 99.9% of amateur golfers are going to destroy. Now, how many of those right. 300 are going to make a living playing golf for the next 20 years? Not many. How many tour cards do they give out every year on the PGA Tour? Uh, 125? 125. Plus every- 25 from the... Corn Ferry Tour. And that 125 includes guys that have been playing professional golf for the last 10, 15 years, five years. Yeah. So how come these these studs coming out of college? new ones. I mean, these these studs coming out of college know how to swing a golf club, right? Yeah, if you're playing Division One college, you're a... Top three on the team. I mean, You're likely a really elite ball striker. There's nothing wrong with your fucking grip. There's like no. there's nothing wrong with your with your with your like your balance. Your Correct. your swing is on plane. So why aren't there 500 guys every year making millions of dollars on the PGA Tour or playing professional golf? Yeah, I I there's there's a 
What's mental? So well, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Far, What's the difference? To, there's guys around here, around me that have, I've asked, because uh, I've played with them and I'm like, these guys shoot with, with their eyes closed, they'll shoot 64. And I'm like, I was like, and you didn't make it. He's like, and they'll be like, man, once it wasn't playing for my job for a living, my scoring average dropped by four shots around. Because up here, well, playing out of a suitcase sucks. Traveling so. every single week sucks. You're playing four rounds of golf, two at least two practice rounds, and you're literally living out of a suitcase. 80% of your money is coming from 20% of your rounds or 20% of your events. The 80-20 rule. Now, when you start climbing up the, the ranking points, you start talking about the guys that have like 10 plus wins. They've won a major or two. These guys aren't worried about money, right? Now we're talking about a extremely elite, exclusive group of people. I would say 80% of tour players, I don't care if it's a PGA tour, if it's the DP world tour, if it's women's, uh, the, the, uh, the ladies European tour, LPG, whatever. The top 20% are the only ones that are probably feeling secure about things. The other 80% are trying to win events so they can get an extension on their status for a couple of years. Right. It's not even necessarily like the money they're getting from the event. It's the points they're receiving and their exemptions that they get into other events and their, like their status on tour. They get an extra year or whatever. That is yeah. a mental grind. Correct. To be doing that every single week, week in and week out. A really good example of this. Tiger Woods. Even outside of the pro game, scoring. Scoring is mental. I can hit the ball really well. My scoring is correct. This is Not why, th- before I give you the Tiger, Tiger example, this is why you have guys, and, and you hear people talk about this all the time. You, ha- you, you have people on the range. They sit there and stripe the ball on the range. I had the, the best range session of my life. And they can't walk 20 yards of the first tee and take it with them. That's right. mental. Yes. It's not like you could say, think this and it'll work. Do this and it'll work. There, there's just something happening in their brain that doesn't transfer from the range to the first tee. That is a mental problem. It's the same person swinging the golf club. If you can stripe the ball in the range, you can shoot low on the course. Whatever your right. mental state of mind is on the range, may, it could be a couple of things. Maybe it's no pressure. You're on the fucking range. No one's paying attention to you. You're just smacking balls out there. It doesn't matter where it goes. doesn't matter where it really? goes. There's no, there's, no, um, there's no penalty for hitting a bad shot. You just hit another one. There's no score being right. kept. Maybe it's the target line. There's no course management. There's like there's no water out there. Like like there's no there's no consequence for a bad swing. Right. So therefore, you hit a good swing. You hear people say all the time, like if you want to play better, care less. 
The less you care about the result, the better your result will be. Easier said than done. Look, um, I've played tournament golf. I'm a guy that gets stuck in the 70s. I lost my father in 2019. Didn't play golf for a year. Started playing some events. Bombed. In 2021, mother got diagnosed with breast cancer. Had a double mastectomy. I mentally could not play golf. There was literally, I wanted to go out there and play because I wanted to use that as like my therapy. Like I wanted to get away and go play. Right. Could give, couldn't care any less. Right. Not in a good way. Because I was not, right. like I, I, I was not focused on anything. If I hit a bad shot, I didn't get mad and upset. I just didn't want to be there anymore. I felt like I was forcing myself to do something I didn't want to do. So I say that because that that is a hundred percent. I didn't I didn't forget how to swing a golf club. I just was not there mentally. I was not focused mentally. Tiger Woods, on top of the world, his wife or now ex wife finds out he's been fucking Waffle House waitresses. Puts a four iron yeah. through his fucking car. His game was gone for a while, dude. He got the yips. His game was... We're talking about arguably the most mental tough golfer in the history of the game. Gone. Correct. It took him, what, two or three seasons to get that shit back? Yeah. At least. The best player in the world. Arguably, the literally one of the, if not the best, top two best players to ever play the game of golf in arguably the strongest mental game in the history of golf, could not shoot under par, could not contend in a tournament, and he was physically fine. What changed? He lost his family, like, overnight. He was on the headline of every newspaper, not in a good way. Yeah, he went from being a hero to uh, a zero. <laughs> yeah. That's mental. Tiger Woods didn't forget a, how to hit a fucking a cut off the tee box, dude. No, he... Right. He lost his focus. Why are Navy SEALs... Usually, you hear so many success stories of guys getting out of the service. Navy SEAL guys, Special Forces guys. And they go on to do like these really good things, really successful people. Why do you, I mean, I imagine these are people that are just like mentally tough and there's nothing that fucking intimidates them. And they're, they're hyper disciplined. Is discipline a part of the mental side of golf? Yeah. Correct. I, I've, the, the guy went, Hold on, before you before uh, you say that, if you go, like, this is another example of like the best players in the world. They go out there and shoot one under par for a round, but there was something happening during the round of golf that they didn't fucking like. It is really fucking difficult to get done playing golf, a round of golf with your buddies, then go to the fucking range afterwards. Right, when they're going to the bar to have some beer, to do that as a professional golfer. Granted, it's your profession, right? But it's not any easier. 
They're going right. out there to, to, to have the the foresight <laughs> to have the discipline to go out there and fix it before the next round is a is the mental part of golf. Right. It's discipline. And that's what uh I I believe we've talked about it on here. I went and caddied for a senior around here a few times this this summer. And he's he doesn't have that discipline. He every time he gets in a every time he steps up to the ball, he's like, I got the hero shot right here. I'm gonna do it. And I'm like, well, why don't you just not do it and make a par? Instead of making double here, he's like, but I think I can do it. I'm like, I'm sure you can, like one out of 50 times. That'd be great. The other 49, you're making double and you're going to lose. That goes like, the course management. He's like, you could talk me out of that. But when I'm on my own and I'm playing my own ball with nobody else to talk to, he's like, I'm going for it every time. It is extremely difficult to play boring golf. To go out there for four and a half hours to and play boring golf. That is really difficult yeah. to do. And that's what Tiger Woods made a career out of it. Well, granted, he hit some, some hero shots, typically with irons. But, but, but he's the, the reason why he had more. But he took conservative targets. Like he didn't make bogeys. Over and he, over and over and over. He didn't make bogeys. That's why he was right. so good. He did. He never. I mean, it was rare for him to make the most birdies in a round. I don't know how many. Right. Like he, he didn't shoot sixty one a bunch. Never, he didn't shoot no, sixty two, but he shot sixty eight a lot though. Yeah, and he never. Tiger Woods was never the guy that's coming out on Thursday and going to be. He's a seventy one guy on Thursday. He shoots a seventy seventy one, right. maybe even seventy two seventy three on on Thursday. But Tiger's not. Was never the guy. He was never going to shoot himself in the foot. But if he needed to shoot 68 on Sunday to win, he shot 68 on Sunday to win. That was the difference in Tiger. He he could, right. in, the, in the pressure moment, he could not he could make take, the mistake. Right. He could not. He, he never went for the soccer pin. Ricky he Fowler. Always, always missed on the right side of the hole. Right. He's, he's, he's always missing in the correct spots. Ricky Fowler on Sunday. Had a one-shot lead going into Sunday. Yeah, all he had to do was birdie a couple par fives and he'd have won. Let's take a look at the scorecard real quick because it's relevant right now. Uh, that's very unlikely. He made uh, two birdies, two bogeys. Take the two bogeys away. He wins the fucking tournament. Yeah. Outright. Let's see this. Hold outright. On. Take the two bogeys away. You win outright, Ricky. Right. The bogeys are, are mental mistakes. So I, I disagree with Scott Fawcett about some stuff, which, by the way, he blocked us on Twitter. I don't even know why. Uh, he's tight with... What's her name? Uh... Yeah, no, I, no, I agree with him. He's, it was, what was it last year he came out with the, the 
you got to make less bogeys. You're not going to make more birdies. The you, you can't on tour try is to like, make a birdie. Like you can't make a birdie on purpose. You can prevent making a bogey on purpose, though. The a bogey is a mental mistake. A birdie is an accident. Ricky's first bogey was a he hit it in a bunker off par three, and then the second bogey he three putted. Mental mistakes. Probably had bad speed. He likes to bash the ball. And look, I, I'm not trying to say green. Ricky's horrible for doing it. I mean, it's fucking. It's really difficult. That's why they play 18 fucking holes, man. If they played seven holes, there'd be a lot of fucking really good golfers. It's not, it doesn't take a lot to keep your shit together for seven holes. No. 18 holes is a different story. That's why you like guys playing four rounds of golf instead of three. Yeah. It separates the men from the boys a little bit more. Correct. And that's the mental side of the game, not the physical side. Guys that are good at golf can go out there seven days a week for 14, 21, 28 straight days and hit the ball pure every fucking day. Yeah. The difference there is the mental stamina. Staying in the moment, in the game, one step at a time, one breath at a time, one shot at a time. Like it sounds so cliche, but they it sounds cliche for a reason. Yeah, like that's what you say. It's on uh let's pick hard to think of a good hole. Let's say seven at Augusta. It's super narrow. Medium length par four, super narrow. That tee shot on Thursday. You it it might not feel like a big deal. You're free. You swing, but on Sunday coming down with the lead, who can make that same swing to that narrow fairway? Not not everybody can. Not many can. That's why so many people don't win. It takes a half a degree of face angle change to. Make the ball miss the planet. You got to have the the commitment for four days to make that same swing to get to face in the same spot. You have to it's, physically it's be. Hard. You look, look. You have to physically be good at golf. If you shoot a hundred on tour, yeah. If you're a 30, 40 hand, I mean, if you suck, you know, if you suck at golf. Snap snap your clubs. It doesn't fucking matter. Get mad. Throw shit. It doesn't fucking matter. It's not going to mean a difference in your golf game. We're not talking about guys that are out there shooting uh, like like grinding out a 102. The mental. Well, you can save. You could play a lot better. But but they have limitations to how low they can go. Because of their well, right. of their dispersion, far, like yeah, you, but they're going to shoot better than they course, average. Sure, shoot, sure, but it, but it's all relative to what their right. their dispersion is because of their swing flaws. We're talking right. about, but they're all not. We're talking about single digit handicap two. guys. That's the highest I would go. Let's just say single digit up to a nine handicap, and as low as a top ten guy on the PGA Tour. That's that's the range I'm talking about. The game is 90% mental. 
It might even be more than 90% middle, the better the golfer is. Like if you're a plus three handicap, it might be 97% middle. There's not much you can do with your fucking golf swing that's going to give you an exponential improvement in your scoring. It's going to no, come from got, here. If you go out on tour and look at the the faces of the guy's irons, there's it's the same size. Yeah, it's, it's the, the same. same. They all hit it in the center all the time. I think the yeah, it's more mental. So let's not. I think let's, it's, well, let's not even talk about golf for a second. Let's talk about pitchers and baseball. All those pitchers in baseball can throw the ball at 95 miles per hour now. They can throw a fucking three-foot breaking ball. Some of the nastiest sliders you've ever seen in your life. Right. You put them in a bullpen, they can do it all fucking day long and hit spots the size of a dime in the glove. All right. day when long. A, when Aaron Judge is standing at the plate. it's a Yeah, with bases loaded. Yeah, can you do it then? World Series. That's mental at this point. It is a mental battle right. between you and the batter. Now, is there is there physical things happening? Yes, you are throwing a baseball. Guy is hitting a baseball. There is physical things happening. But the result is a mental war between you and this guy and whoever's got, whoever's more prepared, more disciplined, put in the extra hours, who was more disciplined to put in the extra hours, who's more focused is going to fucking win more often than not. That was the advantage right. Tiger had. The guy, like I was saying, it. It's the guy that can get through the, the, the nerves, to repeat the same feels that he has when there's no pressure. I know that, Azinger rambles on about pressure. It's it's real thing. It's a very real thing, and you don't know about like, it till you know about it. Like it feel. When you're in contention for something, no matter what it is, it doesn't have to be on tour. It just has to matter to you. It could be the breaking hundred. It could be breaking a hundred for the first time. That's the a club's big gonna deal. Feel different in your hands, dude. Like you, the lowest, the lowest round I've ever shot was sixty-seven. I've done it like fifty times, and every time I'm coming down five under or three under, whichever four, whatever the par is. I know it. And you can feel it. You're like, I've not done this is new territory. I can break that's my that's a really difficult tee shot on eighteen when you're five under par. Right. Cause you cause you cause you you can't make a birdie, even though everything in your body's saying, Oh my god, we make a birdie here, we break our all time best score. You can't force a birdie. You can a hundred percent force a bogey. Right. So, and I've done that. I've been. I've tried to make birdie, to force birdie, and made bogey a whole bunch of times in that scenario. But, but it's not even just professional golf. It's professional sports. And let's just say it's not even professional sports. I promise you, some fucking doctor doing brain surgery. That dude is a mental stud. Yes, a guy that's Absolutely. operating on children's like children heart surgery is probably a mental stud. Yes. There's a reason why there's only this many fucking children's heart surgeons mm-hmm. and this many bartenders. <laughs> right. 
the surgeon has to be so steady under pressure and not just, oh, I'm going to shoot 68 instead of 66. It's, it's, a, no, it's like, a child's this, life. This, this person dies if right. I mess up. So when you're doing, when you're at a high level of whatever, whatever profession you're in, the majority of it is going to be a mental test because for you to get to that position, you physically have all the skills that you need right? from a lifetime of practice. Right. And I'm going to use our new friend, Hannah. As an example here, careful. Her what? stage one qualifying scores were like 68, 70, 72, 79. What changed in the last? What, what do you think might have changed in that last round? 79. Uh, listen, and this is not a knock on you, Hannah. I know you're listening. We know you're listening. Pressure. There was pressure on the last round. Top nine, top ninety-eight in ties go from stage one to stage two. She finished T ninety-eight, came in with a seventy-nine. Hannah, we know you can shoot better than a seventy-nine because you did it two rounds before that. But you Correct. needed to shoot seventy-nine or better to get in, and you tried your hardest not to qualify for stage two. The physical skills were there. You had the physical skills. It's I guarantee you the, the the hands were shaky coming down the stretch, bro. I guarantee they were shaky on the green. And it's not a knock on you, Hannah. It's not a knock on it's you. It's not a knock on anybody. I, I've done the same thing. We've I all did done it. Three or We've four all done times it. this year. Hannah, what you're trying to do is really fucking difficult. Not many people can do it. Not many people and there. I mean, listen, you're going to have people that are going to be haters, right? I'm not a hater against you. I have an opinion about you that has nothing to do with the fact that you're a woman or your golf game specifically. It has to do with other stuff that's not related. More of your attitude and stuff like that. Hypocrisy, stuff like that. Your image that you portray yourself as. That's my issue. And who the fuck cares what I think anyway? I'm in the basement doing a podcast with 20 followers on fucking Twitter. Dude, who gives a fuck? I, I'm in the basement. Uh, you're in the, yeah. You're I'm in the, the $2.7 million dollar penthouse suite on the river. Like, who gives a fuck? But, but, but the, 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 the truth of it is, if you're going to compete, listen, you want to play on the LPGA tour? Guess who you're fucking competing against? A couple of ladies named Corda. There's, a, there's this really good golfer named Lydia Ko. Ever heard of her? Jin Young Ko. This, this is who you're competing against. Good. Guess what? These ladies have a massive head start on you. Their mental game is sharp. Their physical game is sharp. You're fighting me on Twitter. I'm, I have 20 followers. You're fighting me on Twitter, and this is who you want to compete against. This is part of the mental game that you don't have. This is what I'm being critical with you on. Yeah. 
There's nothing wrong with your swing. There's nothing wrong with your swing. There might be something wrong with your putting stroke. I don't know. Is the putting the problem, Proke? I don't know. You would know more than me because you pay attention to that shit. Does she play a DFP? I don't think she does. Don't get a DFP. No. <laughs> don't do it, Hannah. Don't fucking do that. Don't talk to Yates. <laughs> I, dude, I, I, doesn't her boyfriend play with the DFP? He has. I don't know. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> That's not the fucking answer. It doesn't seem to be. You just have to grind harder. You have to fucking work harder. You, you might work the hardest you've ever worked. You got to do it harder, though. And you can't spend time arguing with a dumbass like me on Twitter. And by the way, if you say some shit, I'm going to read it one more time, and we're going to stop talking about this. We're going to talk about one more thing. But if you say something on Twitter like, and you're a professional golfer trying to get through Q school, trying to get off the developmental tours, trying to do this shit for a living, and you say some shit on Twitter that says, I will never understand when people toss around, golf is 90% mental like it's a fact. If that were the case, someone with a hockey swing using a shovel to putt in a perfect attitude should shoot 72, right? You can't say that, dude. Like, that tells me why you're on developmental tours. That tells me why you limped in with a 79 to make it on the bubble. That tells me why you're arguing with someone that has 20 followers on Twitter. Jessica Corda isn't doing that. Lydia Ko isn't doing that. Nellie Corda isn't doing that. Anyway. <laughs> has nothing to do, it has nothing to do with the fact you're a woman. It has nothing to do with your swing. It's it's here. Golf at that level is all fucking mental, Hannah. It's the whole fucking game is mental at that fucking level. Do you still have to do drills? Yes. Can you get better at putting? Yes. Can you lower your scoring average? Yes. But it's this. This is how much you're going to lower your scoring average with your fucking putting drills. You can you can drop five shots on your scoring average if you if you figure out how to get this working right. That's where your big gains are going to come from is here. And I don't know if that means meditate. I don't know if that means, like, I don't know what that means for you. That's different for every person. Yeah, it's every, I can't tell you what to do. Not that you listen to me anyway. I'm nobody listened to with this, but everybody's mental approach is different. But I can promise you, you, you shouldn't be on fucking Twitter arguing with me. And that, and that is where you're mentally at. You, you get too defensive when people are critical. Anyway. Women's golf. Where are we at, Broke? It's going to get taken over by Liv. <laughs> I mean, hold on a second. Is that a bad thing? And this has nothing to do with the fucking politics, but I mean, do, 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 do 
professional women's golf, do, do they deserve to be cashing fucking big boy checks? I mean, if no one's going to the live events to watch the guys play and they're making $4.7 million to win, what, I mean, what can't if, they give checks to the women uh, and no one's going to see them play either? That is true. That may... <laughs> I mean, skill level wise, relative to their peers, they're they're as good as the men. And I don't, I don't want to get into a, like a fucking misogynistic debate because I've already been called a misogynist for disagreeing with Hannah. It's not about that. This is not a political conversation. But I am curious, bro. Why don't people? I mean, Jessica Corda is a stud. Nellie Corda is, I mean, the, the Corda's own women's golf, at least the image of it right now, right? We can agree to that. Correct. Yeah. For the, There's a ton much. of fucking talent out there on the LPGA Tour. The LET Tour. Tons of fucking talent out there. That last names aren't Co uh, or Corda. Why aren't people mm-hmm. watching? Why aren't people watching? Why aren't people supporting them? Why isn't the, the sponsored money coming in like it does for the, for the boys? It's not the talent, right? It can't, it's, or is it the talent? What is it? What do you think it is? Oh, uh, it's not. It's not as easily accessible on TV, for one. It's it's usually in aired in crappy windows, and uh, and it's not. They'll air like two hour clips of it in from nine a.m. to ten a.m. on Thursday. Or they'll re-air, they'll play it tape delayed in the evening after the men's golf's over. Do you have Do you have the numbers? All right, all right so three major tours. The yeah, the three the three major women tours. The ladies PGA tour, LPGA tour. Yeah, LPGA. The average purse is like two and a half million. So what does that mean though? What What do you have top five numbers? What What's a top five uh, look like in the in the in the LPGA tour? Last tournament, Jody Yurt shot off made two two hundred seventy k for first. Then there was one sixty six for second, and there's a three way tie for third at ninety six thousand. Not even breaking a hundred thousand. Granted, it's a three way tie. Third place is probably around one hundred twenty. Then, would you say second place was one sixty six? So maybe like around one ten, one fifteen. Down to six, dropped to 61,000. And this is the largest professional tour that the women can play on. What does the ladies' European tour look like? It's less. It's not more. Oh, it's not, it's, it's it's not less. Close. It's less. Uh, they averaged around 900,000 for, for a purse. the entire purse. And no pun intended, Four, we're not talking about a purse. 45,000 to the winner. 45,000 to the winner fifth, on the ladies European tour. What's fifth place do? 9,500. $9,500 for fifth place. This is the best players in Europe that don't have a penis. <laughs> right. No. Well, I, again, we're not going to get I don't think the LET. I don't think the uh, LET has a uh, TV deal. 
I'm not even sure because they had the uh the Saudi events. They have a Saudi series that have bigger purses. I'm not sure what they are, but they're considerably more. All right, so they got all the cordas to go play. All right, so this is a this is the equivalent to the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour on the men's side. Like the, like these two, like the LPGA Tour and the LET Tour, they're equivalent to the PGA Tour and the DP World Tour. Yeah, and the Epson Tour is which the Corn the, Ferry, right? That would be like equivalent to the Corn Ferry. That is yes. the American AAA League, right? Their purses actually aren't too dissimilar to the uh, LET. What does it look like? First place is thirty seven five hundred and fifty four was ten thousand two hundred. That's got it. That, that can't be right. Not, not on an average. You might be looking at a championship. You might be looking at a championship or something. Oh, that was a tour. I looked up the average. Because you were saying that nine hundred thousand is a purse in the ladies European tour, and you were saying that like two hundred and something thousand was a purse for the uh, Epson tour. Oh, that's, yeah, you're right. That was the. Uh, they got to be making like twenty grand as winning on the Epson I tour. I clicked on the not uh, even tour tour championship. So that that's the biggest tournament the Epson tour has. Fifth place, ten thousand dollars. That's it. Doesn't get any bigger than that. What's an average event? It's got to be half that. Uh, let me see if I can find one. Is the talent that much worse on the women's side than on the men's side? No, but the talent isn't. Actually, on the if you compare the Epson tour to the Corn Ferry tour, it probably is a huge gap. Okay. It won't be for a long so, time. So men- if you look at that's why Men's professional golf has more depth, and the women's golf way is more, more top-heavy. Yes, way more depth. The That's going to change in the next 15 years, if you look at, which is why, like, the USGA and the PGA of America are investing big money. They're subsidizing the women's U.S. Open and PGA Championship with big purses because if you look at the youth, I coached it the first tee for a while, and the the number of females to males in youth golf is like two to one. Well, hasn't the problem been though, like generally speaking, that 15, 16 year old girls are not interested in golf like like the boys are. Like they're just interested in other shit. Like I'm not trying. I'm not. I'm not right. I'm just saying that you maybe they don't you, give a shit as much as the boys do about sports in general. The average 15 year old girl. It's hard to get her on the range in July by herself grinding. To some extent, maybe that's changing. Is, is what you're saying. I'm like, saying historically, that's been like the issue. Well, at least it, it's changing for kids. I don't know. Once you get to high school, you still can't. I don't know how to say this without. Oh, yo, yo listen, canceled. we're all misogynist. <laughs> it doesn't matter, bro. Just you're in the fucking basement. Like, say it. You, 
you can't change biology and oh you went there i didn't know you're going there biology oh god we're fucked we're females females have different (laughs) you are so fucked you Just say it. You've already crossed the line. You're not like coming back. They mature back. faster. Nope, if they mature faster, there you go. Typically, the there you go. I don't know what that means. That, I don't, I don't women, know what that means, but okay. The women that succeed in women's pro golf are typically extremely young. Maybe they mentally mature faster. Correct. Okay. Well, you said biology. You're you're talking about something else. So th- uh, yes, the the 13, 14, 15 year old girl is a lot more mature than a 13, 14, 15 year old boy for sure. Thousand percent, thousand percent. And they're especially in a solitary game like golf. Women are more social than men as well, so they're less likely to stick with it at an older age when they want to be social. <laughs> And it's a very solitary game. It's probably easy to lose, like focus yeah. of it. Uh, at least the, like, the big hey, picture. I'd rather of it. go do this than sit here and grind on a driving range or putting green. Uh, unless, unless their best friends also play golf. See, right. see, I mean, I kind of had that problem. Which is, which is what the first, why the first tee is so popular with girls. It's because their like, friends are out there. Their friends are out there, and they're going to play with their friends. So, so with all this been said, where, where boys are more insular and will go off by themselves. With that been said, is it a bad? Do you think the women, of, like on the ladies' European tour, do you think that they would give two fucks about the political nonsense about live? Or do you no, think? They already, or do they you think? Well, yeah, I know they just played in Saudi. Or, no, they, or they not the Aramco, the, the Aramco series. That's right. Aramco is a Saudi-owned company. Right. It's funded by the PIF. Do you think they would have any fucking issues, any drama, with Liv coming in and say, you guys want a bunch of money or what, dude? Do you mind no, if we that- pay you a bunch of fucking money and you play for three days? And you play on a team event. Do you guys have a problem with that? Do you think there'd be any fucking problems in the women's game if they did that? Mm-mm. No. No, they LPGA's already said they'd work with Liv. Maybe that's what needs to happen. Because right now, like, I don't see how the Epson tour is well, going to grow. I don't see how how the ladies European tour is going to grow. I don't see the L. I mean, the LPGA tour has got the two biggest three, four, five biggest studs they've had in a long fucking time. I remember when it was, um, Annika, Here's obviously the thing. they have to, the, if what you're saying that the Saudis are in this as a business venture and not just a, PR stunt into golf, they have to see that investing that much money into the women's game is going to bring them a return. Like the, well, the US- see, that's what I'm saying. Like, all right, all right, let me time out for a second. Why? All right, is it a problem 
that Paige, why does Paige Spear, what, what's her name? How do you, Spearnack? What about her? What is, why is she so popular? Is it because she fucking shoots really low <laughs> scores? <laughs> no. What, what, why would you say she's so popular? Really? <laughs> is this I, a, I, yeah, no, it's. I'm asking, I mean, I don't. Know, it might have is, something is, to do with. Is there a, do you is, voted, she have a talent that I'm not aware of? It might have something to do with she was voted uh, Maxim's sexiest woman of the year or whatever. Misogyny. Misogyny. Why is she Reality. so popular on Twitter? I'm not Twitter, but Instagram. Why is she so popular on Instagram, Proke? Is it because of her swing? Is it because she goes no. low on the golf course? Or is it because her skirts are high on the golf course? It might have something to do with that. It's because the guys look at her and drool over her, and that's where the attention comes from. Right. Maybe men are misogynists. I don't know. Uh, to be honest with you, like, to, go, to be honest with you, I'll, I'll be to go hey, back listen. to the... Y- y- y'all can fucking hate me. I don't fucking care. I'm going to say this, though. And I hope it pisses some people off. Like, I really does. Like, I'm annoyed by the hot babes on Instagram. Are they pretty? Yes, there's pretty shit. I live in Florida. There's pretty women everywhere, dude. They're everywhere. I'm fucking annoyed by the 70 fucking thousand hot golf babes on Instagram. Like, I just don't want to see it anymore. Fuck it. Like, go get a job. Find something to do with your life. I don't care what you do. Like, it's it's old. Like, it's it's redundant. It's the same fucking thing over and over and over and over again. I want to see talent. I want to see, like you said, like, LPGA Tour is just not accessible on on TV. Like, where do you see it at? They actually had a, Let's see they some more events. Doing, uh, they started doing featured groups, actually, a couple events ago, whenever they were in Cincinnati. Whatever they've been doing isn't working, because I see more of Spade Spareneck's ass than I see of the LPGA grinding it out every event. That's what the problem is. It, right. Yeah. The, 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 I agree. It, I mean, men are stupid. Men are going to go after the short skirts, short tops. Low cut tops. Like you, the, the more you put that in front of them, the more they're going to watch it. They're stupid. They're, they're just like, oh, dumb boobs, boobs, boobs. That's men. <laughs> that goes back to the biology thing. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're men. They're stupid. Like, I, like I like boobs, but I'm just tired of fucking seeing it, dude. I'm tired of seeing it. It's like all over Instagram. It's fucking. Tired of seeing I'm, I'm, well, it's you don't have to follow them, dude. They recommend the shit to you, bro. It's everywhere, dude. It is that. It is. It's that. saturated. And you've got some women that are on Instagram that are just pretty girls, beautiful women, right? But they're not like that. Like they're not there because they are hot. They're there because they play good golf and they're hot. Can't think of the girl's name on top of my head. She's like a long drive chick. Very beautiful though. Cassie yes. Marie. She's probably my favorite person on Instagram. She looks like the sweetest yeah. woman in the world, but she looks like she'll also fuck your ass up if you give her like some attitude, bro. <laughs> yeah. 
but she looks like she's a sweetheart. She's got a great golf swing. The way that she moves into the golf ball is an elite fucking move. And I don't know what her story is. Like, I don't even know what her story is. And I don't know much about her. I just see her stuff come up and I'm like, super hot, which is cool. Awesome. Whatever. Very attractive. She's, there's going to be guys that look at her just because she's attractive. But from like a technical standpoint, like from the, from a golfer's view, amazing golf swing. She deserves to have 5 million followers. I don't know how many she has, but she deserves to have 5 million. Not because she's pretty, but because she's fucking amazing. She's got an amazing golf swing and an amazing personality, it seems like. And I don't know if she's got any kind of status anywhere. I don't know anything about her. I've just seen some stuff. Of I her. don't know either. I know she does long drive. She probably hits the ball further than I do. Amazing golf swing. And she does it without wearing a glove. I noticed that. I don't know how people would play golf without wearing a glove. I don't know how they do that. It's very weird. But anyway, I just wanted to bring it up because this whole stuff with Hannah. No, I think. Like, it, it, I just wanted to, you know, it, it kind of got me thinking about the, the state of women's golf. Like, where are we at? We've been, it's, people have been talking about this for years now. And has it got any better? It's all going to come down to whether the, like the USGA and the PGA see, see what is happening in the youth and are hoping that those girls stay with golf when they grow up. But the, so they're investing money now. It's whether or not Liv thinks that those girls are going to stay in the game, whether it's worth the investment or they not. They have to find a way to market women's golf without using their, their tits and ass. Because I don't want to see that either. I don't want them to do that. I don't want their. I don't want the tour to be Natalie Golbus. I don't want no. that. <laughs> right. I want it to be. I want to see talent out there. I want to see these girls grinding it out and like going to war with each other. I don't want to see tits and ass on the golf course. I just don't want to. Maybe I, I stand alone. Maybe guys want to watch that, like the lingerie football league. Maybe that's what they want in golf. The lingerie golf league is that what they want? <laughs> I don't know, but like, that's truly I, I not what I either. want, dude. If I want to look no. at porn, I'm just going to go online and find porn, bro. Like, it's not hard to find. It's there. Like golf to me is safe. I'm, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to that. Like I want to separate the thirst from golf. If you're a beautiful person, right. man, woman, whatever, it's going to show regardless of what you do. You shouldn't have to attract. Could you imagine the WNBA just started wearing really skimpy clothes? To I mean, bro, what, is that going to help attendance? I don't think so. <laughs> don't think so. It might look. Who knows? I'm a guy. I, I can't. I'm a guy. I'm a guy that's pretty in the middle when it comes to politics. I'm true. You're not in the middle. I'm, I'm in the middle. I, I piss off both sides with my take on politics. I have zero friends in politics. Zero. I will piss somebody off with something because I'm like pretty close to the middle. Something does need to be done in women's golf though. Because so if you're somebody who literally grinds every single day since you've been four years old, and you've made it, you're out there, you've got multiple wins on tour, winning majors. 
you should be compensated. I, I, I'm not saying penny for penny with the guys. Like, I'm not even getting into that argument. But the ladies European no. tour, $900,000 purses, dude. $45,000 to first place. Come on. We got to do better than that. The People ladies, Europe, uh, the LPGA tour, first place, $275,000. We have to do better than that. That's the best in the entire world. And you've got fucking Brooks Kepka. Winning $4.75 million on Liv. Say what you want to say about Liv, but that's changing the game. Beating Corn Fairy Tour players. That's fine, but it's changing the game. The PGA Tour is adding more money to their purses. It's literally changing the game. And they need to get involved with the women's side. Like, women, look, I got your back on this. I agree with you. Looking at the numbers, like, Look, the women are taking the same flights the men are taking to these tournaments. Um, no, they're flying coach. <laughs> well, no, I'm saying like it's not like there's like some sort of different magical way that they're getting to tournaments. Like they're flying around the world too. It's the same cost. A hamburger for a woman is the same price for a hamburger for a man. So yeah, they're being like it's it's grossly not even close. It's grossly not even close. So we, there has to be a way to do better than that. If it's live, maybe that's maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's because I, I don't see the PGA. This whole like the PGA Tour supplements the money to the ladies. That's what I'm saying. Like it's not working. The, no, the, they don't have. This is can't. leftover money. This is like like you have like the men eat the Thanksgiving dinner, then the women right. get the leftovers. But the problem is the tour is supplementing five different tours. That's not good either. They got I, I don't China, know what you do. I don't know Latino what you do. America, Canada, the women's tour. I, I don't know what you do, but what they're doing isn't working. It's it's on life support. They shouldn't be on life support. Well, the LPG, the, the U.S. Open, the U.S. Women's Open had a $10 million purse. They're not on life support, but they're not getting rich weekly either they're the best in the world at what they're doing it's right well if i was a young woman if i was 12 years old and i was a fucking phenom at 12 years old it's it's really hard for me to sit there and watch an lpga tour player win two hundred seventy thousand dollars at an event and then watch brooks kepka win 4.75 million and it's hard for me to be inspired by that that's that's tough. That. That's tough. And I don't know what you do. I don't know what the fucking answer is, but it's just something needs to be done. Like I, women, I agree. And I don't want you to have to wear what? short skirts and little tops for it to fucking be profitable. That doesn't work either. Well, people have to watch it when it's on. But that's Nobody what I'm saying. Like it. we have to figure something out. Like there, there's smart people in this world. It's not the people just... on this podcast. Someone smarter than us has well, got no. to figure it out. And it can't be supplemented. I'm sure there's a way to get it, people to watch it, but currently nobody's watching it, so the sponsors aren't going to pay money. Maybe the first thing is like people like need to really talk about it, like really talk about it. I don't know. Anyway, we've gone way too long. Yes. Join Indian us on Twitter. Still in a Join us on Twitter. You never know when we're going to be in a Twitter war with somebody. Yeah. Just wake up one day and it'll be 800 <laughs> tweets from 
the VIP account. Oh my! Like God. I didn't even know this guy could use Twitter. He just I just learned. Out, I, I dude, I, it was a crash course. Yeah, he sent out three hundred, like a thirty second video of tweets. Listen, I wanted, I wanted to make sure everybody got a tweet from me. I'm a nice guy. Anyway, Instagram and Twitter, we're active out there. And by the way, it's me. It's not Proke. So when you when you get pissed and you start going through your DMs and you realize Proke sent you some messages, it's not him. It's me. Come at me. You can come at me. I'm available. Clubhouse VIP POD. Clubhouse VIP pod. You can visit our YouTube page. Just search for Clubhouse VIP. I got nothing left. Listen, um, football was not good this weekend. We're not going to talk Golf about it. Golf wasn't good either. <laughs> Golf wasn't good either. So that's our lead in for the next episode. Anyway. No, the NFL makes no sense. The NFL I'm is bipolar. But we don't even have time, bro. We don't even no have time. Sense. We got to save it for next episode. You don't have to be a good golfer to be accepted in the group. What is the tallest mammal? It's either a giraffe or an elephant. I don't remember if a giraffe is a mammal. The new media is here to stay, and we're taking this thing over. You know why? Because people don't want to hear that old, dried up, tired stuff that you're talking about. Nobody want to hear that no more.